Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say, what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say, what's up, Kahai? What's up? It is Thursday, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. That means it's time for the Ukulele on the Ground live podcast. Yes, we are live. That means all of you UU Plus subscribers can talk to us, interact, ask us questions. Um, yeah, or if we get questions via email, via all that good stuff, if someone texts us, messages us via the website, we'll try to answer any and all questions here on this podcast. Sometimes we don't, you know, sometimes people are, are good and sometimes they don't need any help pretty much because the website is there. If any questions that they may have, we most likely have a video on it, right, Kahai? Yeah, a lot of <laughs> like, like, have we ever come across a question that like we didn't already have a video for, or like some kind of podcast for? No, it right? was it was funny. There's somebody who asked the question. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, that's a great question. We'll ask it during the podcast, right? And then later on, they're like, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize you guys answered it. <laughs> in like a podcast like 50 episodes ago <laughs> i'm like going through the old podcast and i just saw it and i'm like no that's that's fine like yeah, yeah i mean we we've talked about you know subjects repeatedly on this uh, on this podcast but every single time that we bring up a you know a question that we've had in the past there was always something new that we've added you know like um mm-hmm. to to whatever question they may yeah. have or we're taking a look at it from a different angle so don't be afraid to ask us questions that are already you know um that we've already answered before you know there, there must there might be someone uh that is listening to the podcast for the very first time it doesn't have enough time to listen to like 50 episodes you know Kahai, that's well it's like <laughs> 30 episodes of when we started calling it uh the ukulele underground podcast yeah but like 100 and more episodes of yeah before. see so you know we don't we don't mind we don't mind we, we <laughs> like getting questions you know like we like talking about stuff because sometimes uh most of the time i should say someone asks us one or two questions and that's that's it for like the whole hour. We talk about like that one or two, especially if Mike is here, you know, like we have <laughs> one question and it lasts for like 30 minutes. Or that's, how, like, <laughs> that's how it works with Mike in real life too. <laughs> you're just, you're just hanging out with Mike. <laughs> Usually like we, we ask Mike one question from the yeah. audience, right? And then while we're listening to him, we're like, but what about this, Mike? Like we come up with our own questions. <laughs> oh, or sometimes it just if you just let him go. If you just let yeah, Mike yeah. go, like yeah. in, in real life. Like if, if you guys ever meet Mike in real life, set aside like a lot yeah. of time because uh, <laughs> Mike is is gonna talk you around. And it's it's good too. It's not like it's not like a bad kind of thing. Like he's always very informative, like of stuff that he talks about because he's he's so experienced and he's had so many like you know, so many musical experiences in the past and he just wants to like tell people he's, I've never seen anyone and we've talked about this before more enthusiastic about music or so happy about you know about music or talking music or making music or connecting with people that do music than mike like i think mike is he's not necessarily the most musical person i know but he is the most musical person i know only because (laughs) his whole life revolves around music the people he he surrounds himself with the uh you know his his education like came you know came from music his job like everything is his his whole life is is music yeah, yeah. I, you know, like, uh, I think if you go into a music store, like, you meet a rep, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this guy is trying to sell me, it, mm-hmm. uh, like, an instrument or mm-hmm. trying to sell me on something. Right. Mike will start handing you instruments and telling you about stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, whether you buy it or not, mm-hmm. he's just excited to talk to you about whatever he's, like... Oh, try this next, or try this. Oh, what about this? Are you yeah. looking for that? You know. Yeah. He's... So yeah, like yeah. every time I go into the music store, I'm like, 
I don't know if I'm going to buy anything, but it's pretty fun just to talk yeah. with Mike and have him show me around. Yeah. Um, the last time I went to the music store, I actually went with you guys and stuff. Yeah. And like, and I wasn't planning on buying anything. I, I'm planning to just, you know, just go there and hang, hang out for the most part, right? And, uh, and Mike sold me two things <laughs> while we were there. I bought two <laughs> things from the music store. And I'm like, ah, what, what happened? <laughs> what happened? So I, I bought a, a windscreen for my microphone that I didn't even know I, you know, I mean, I, I guess I knew I needed, but I didn't think I was going to buy it then. And then I need, I told him the last time that Mike was on the podcast, we talked about this, um, the stick on pickup like for for the ukulele and i bought that too so like mike is i don't know how he does it he's he's like he's really good with his you know with his words and to just getting you fired up about music and yeah. like yeah no well we were talking about this uh, like a, a week or two ago yeah about just um because like not even about selling right he yeah you know he works in a music store so like that's sort of his job but mm -hmm. like just in everyday life yeah he doesn't like he doesn't discriminate at no, all. No, 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 no. So like whatever if, your skill level is. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're into music, like it doesn't matter if you've toured the entire world yeah. <laughs> or if you've just started playing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he'll like talk to you about music like you're a legit musician yeah, and yeah. like you know like this is the bond that we have between each mm -hmm. other like i like music you like music and like you know <laughs> we're friends we're that's it friends. that's it yeah like that's all he you know yeah and even then even to like you know people who aren't into music he's mm -hmm. he has that connection but he has even more of a connection mm -hmm. to people who yeah yeah just yeah. even like like music yeah and i think it shows like every time yeah, yeah. you know that, that he's on the podcast it definitely shows yeah, like yeah, yeah. from you know from the stuff that he says and whatnot yeah. and, and i mentioned earlier and like any episode could be someone's first episode if this is someone's first episode we're talking about magic mike he's a, a frequent guest here on the ukulele on the ground podcast so mm -hmm. it's always a treat having him because he he really lights up the room musically, like in, in, in every room that he walks into. Yeah. So, but yeah, gang, we have a lot to talk about today. Like just personally, you know, because uh, we we do get questions. But today, I want to address some things because there's going to be some big changes coming up. Okay, the biggest change, <laughs> change. <laughs> the biggest change is going to be there is. This is going to be, I don't even want to say it out loud. <laughs> to, it, it, it pains me to say it, but, but it has to happen. And I'll explain why, okay? Today, Thursday, okay, this is going to be the last Ukulele Underground podcast on the Thursday. This is Let's lead off with that. Yeah. Today we, is the we already, last. We already got rid of the Thursday live lesson <laughs> moniker. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was. I guess it was a, a way to ease ourselves yeah. <laughs> on Thursdays. But yeah, um, there will no longer be Ukulele Underground live podcast on Thursdays. Okay, so there's going to be no live stream on Thursdays like at all. Okay, um, except, except. Uh, maybe the open mic for now. The open mic is safe. I think the open mic is staying on Thursdays, right? I think that's first how we talk. Yeah, first Thursdays yeah, of the so month far. is uh, is going to be the Ukulele Underground open mic, which is you know, which is today. Today is the first Thursday of, uh, of November. So um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have an Ukulele Underground open mic today, and it's going to be an open mic every first Thursday of the month. That we will we'll keep that until further notice. Like if if we hear something, we'll definitely let you guys know. But yeah, so 
uh, Ukulele on the Ground podcast will no longer be on Thursdays. The Ukulele on the Ground podcast will now move to Fridays at 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And you're probably saying, Aldrin, isn't that Aloha Friday Live jam? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hang on to your hats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man, I... That's cool. I'll I'll say it. You know, I'll 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 be the I'll be the guy. Just say it. We will be alternating weeks between Ukulele on the Ground podcast and Aloha Friday Live Jam. That means, yes, you heard that right. We're going to be alternating between the two. That means, um, so next week, for example, is going to be Aloha Friday Live Jam, and there will be no Ukulele on the Ground podcast next week. The week after that, it's going to be Ukulele on the Ground podcast on Friday at 1, but no Aloha Friday live jam. So we're cutting back on, uh, on our live streams, and I'll tell you why. Because we have a, <laughs> we have a bunch of projects that we're working on right now, and, um, and if I'm going to be extremely transparent with you guys, um, the three guys in the room right now make up Ukulele on the Ground. <laughs> like, that's... You know, I mean, we have we have some other guys also, but for the most part, the active members of Ukulele Underground that, that you know, um, the, the deal, team. the production, yeah, production. That's, that's, that's the better, best way to say it. Production. I don't want to, I don't want to discredit the other people that are working behind the scenes for Ukulele Underground. But um, the three guys in the room are the production team for Ukulele Underground. <laughs> I, you know, I am in front of the camera. I deal with the content that gets created here at Ukulele Underground, and uh, Aaron and Kahai. Are uh, are they both? You know, they both handle different shows, but they basically film and edit everything. We don't have, you know, we we don't outsource it. We don't do any of that stuff. The editors, the filmers, everyone is here. There's three guys working everything. <laughs> Plus, we do we do production, and then we also do like everything else too. Whereas, yeah. like you you're doing private lessons, and then yes. we do you know uh, like. Uh, we help out where mm-hmm. customer support and everything mm-hmm. else too. So yeah, we're we're juggling other stuff. Yeah, we you know there's there's a lot um, on on our on our plates right now, and I would love to tell you guys everything because it's it's very 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 exciting. Um, I can tell you guys a little bit. I mean you know I'm gonna double check with what I can <laughs> share, what I can and can't share. But there are some that are definitely you know gonna happen, and I can, I think I can share with you folks. But um. Yes, yeah, so let's you know let's get this let's get this part straightened out first. We will be alternating between the two shows every Friday at 1 p.m. Okay, so it's either going to be Aloha Friday Live Jam or the Ukulele Underground podcast. Okay, so the Ukulele Underground podcast and the Aloha Friday Live Jam will no longer be weekly. They will be alternating weeks. I'm just making sure everyone understands that. All right, and if you're wondering which one is it going to be. Um, that's a great question because all you have to do is log on to Ukulele on the ground and check the calendar. If you check the calendar, it'll show you every time you know which uh, which it's going to which one which show it's going to be on Friday. If it's either going to be a low Friday live jam or if it's going to be um, the Ukulele on the ground podcast. But there's a little bit of good news, you know. Um, it's going to be you know, we. Uh, we like how the Ukulele on the Ground podcast is right now, but we would love to see it a lot more livelier, okay? Which, uh, which means we, we would love to get more questions, more feedback from the audience and things like that, more people participating in the, uh, 
in the songwriting challenges. We want to do all these things. So the move to Friday for uh, for the Ukula Underground podcast, we will uh, we will open it up to everyone. But we will take the questions from the Ukula Underground Plus members first. Um, is that going to be on on the Discord or? Yeah. or yeah. Okay. I mean, you guys can send it into Discord. Or- yeah. Forum, or I think you guys all know mm-hmm. how how to get questions into us. But right. if you guys like uh, like watching the podcast on Ukula Underground with while talking to other yeah. U Plus members, that's, that's still gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's on Discord. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but we will just like Aloha Friday Live Jam. It will be streaming on YouTube, and um, YouTube people can you know can watch and comment and ask questions and stuff like that. But we'll always take the questions from the Ukula Underground Discord. First, we're calling on plus Discord first um, before we take questions from the YouTube audience. But um, bringing in the YouTube audience and making the Ukulangaram podcast public will uh, will create uh, better. You know, I, I feel like it's going to create better contents, better interaction between us and anyone who's interested in learning ukulele. Because although UU Plus members get to watch this first, you know, uh, before the before the move, and uh, and get to ask questions live and stuff like that, there are tons of people who download the podcast, and uh, you know, and, and and we get questions via emails and stuff. We would love for everyone to participate, honestly, and and I think. Um, the ukulele should be that way, and and, and that the show should be the same way because it's kind of like a town hall, you know. Like um, any anyone who's interested in uh, in learning to play the ukulele or or would like to ask me a question should be able to, you know. And uh, I believe that uh, we should help out as much people as we can. And um, and we love exclusive stuff. And UU Plus members still get tons of exclusive things. Like for example, the um, the the private lessons are still just for UU Plus members. And uh, and of course, pretty much all the you know all the UU Plus solos, everything else is still going to be there in UU Plus. But we want to open up this show to uh, to have as much interaction as possible to be help be able to help out as many people as possible as well. I mean, if if we you know if, if we're of any help <laughs> sometimes we just <laughs> add to the damage <laughs> but that's that's going to be the main change you know that that we're doing um kahai and aaron like we we've been you know we've been filming some stuff in the in the works these guys you know like uh come in on thursdays and fridays you're at the office to you know to to film this kahai does all the the streaming um and and aaron you know uh he talks and plays with me on on these live streams and stuff uh, the three of us are occupied. Every time you know I'm on screen and live, that means no other work can be done, right? <laughs> like no other work can can be done while I'm here streaming. So that means production comes to a halt. Okay, so um, it just gives the guys an extra day to be you know to be editing and putting out more content. So it seems and it is like we're cutting back on you know on content, and we are by like by by keeping it just Friday instead of Thursday and Friday. But the output of other contents is going to be worth it. Okay? So one thing that I feel like I can share, can we share the, the mark? <laughs> can we share that? And then we're going to, then we're going to open back up. <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. that's, I mean, that's, that's part of our, that's our, part of our plans. So um, we will be reopening what was once the marketplace and that means you know like people can uh, people can get lessons and uh and, and and videos and stuff and um 
over on on the marketplace i don't know what it's going to be i don't know what we're going to be calling it and stuff but we are reviving the uh the ukulele underground marketplace or shop or whatever people want to you know want to call it but we'll we'll update you guys with that as it you know as it comes so we're going to be bringing that back up we'll be putting up the stuff that we've been working on um over there okay on the on, on the marketplace so lots lots of new content will be coming up we have like uh you know we're, we're trying to get something out for christmas uh, new year's is just around the corner so we're really 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 busy and and piled up with a bunch of the projects that we've been working on so just sit tight um but i think it is it's gonna be fun you know like i i think if we have a little friday light jam every week people are like oh, i can just i can just catch it next week it's fine if i miss it it's fine so we want to create kind of like a can't miss you gotta be there or else you're, you're gonna wait two weeks until you see the next a little friday live jam and people can kind of plan for it and stuff i think it'll be nice and um yeah and it'll create good like good discussion because even though if somebody shows up wanting to do the Aloha Friday Live Jam if they show up you know for for the Ukulele Underground podcast they can like instead learn a thing or two you know like instead of just like jamming or sitting back and like and just you know like fooling around with the chat or whatever people can actually sit down and learn something with the ukulele and they're like I didn't didn't know that I didn't know that you can change strings and the thing will sound different or whatever we talk about here in the whatever. podcast you know so i i think it's i think it's good but just you know just trust us as uh, as you guys have done before we were asking you to trust us again and um yeah we're we're gonna be putting out some some fun stuff like in in, in the future i can't share any more than that but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the new changes of Ukulele. And I think we've hinted at like at all these changes um, for the past like however many months now. And it's it's going to start to happen soon. Okay? So just wanting to get that out of there. Any like any complaints, put it my way. Don't, don't, you know, don't give it to these guys. These guys did nothing. I am, I am putting an executive decision. <laughs> I'm putting down my executive foot. To, uh, to now move everything to Fridays so that these guys can have an extra day to, um, to be working on some special projects. Okay, that's super transparent. I can't get any got, more transparent than we that. We got the word from corporate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't get any more transparent than that. It's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting crazy. So, you know, and we're, we're trying to, um, trying to put some some new stuff together because uh you know we've had the same two live shows and we've had like uu plus solos and the you know and the and the lesson like that's always been consistent throughout the whole year we haven't really added anything new as far as new shows or new things that we're doing maybe the open mic we did the open mic this year or is it last yeah. year yeah. yeah so that's the only new thing that we did so we want to keep things fresh and new so we're uh, we're working on some special projects so that we can bring in some new stuff for you folks okay Trust us. <laughs> I, I mean, please, <laughs> like, please trust us. You know, like, cause uh, just and don't be mad. Don't be mad. No, we love you, <laughs> but we'll, we'll still see you guys once a week, right, Kai? Uh, no, every other week for the podcast. No, I mean, or no, like... I mean, we'll still see you there. There's still gonna be a live stream every, yeah. every week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so and, if you and do and both, the, um, then live coaching is still going to be the yes same, so. live coaching will still be the same it's going to be friday after whatever stream that we do so third sometimes on thursdays you see us sometimes twice you know sometimes we'll on the first thursday of every month we still have the um the open mic and then uh, and then friday we'll have either ukulele on podcast or a little friday live jam 
Yeah. And for those people who just come to the uh, the podcast and don't check out the Aloha Friday Live Jam, this would be the best time to do so because it's fun. It's that's when we can really, you know, like loosen up our shoulders, un unbutton our shirts, put on some sweatpants, and just let ourselves be ourselves, right, gang? At least I do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last week, I was dressed up as Cynthia Lid, quote unquote, for a hey, for, no, for no, that. No, 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 that, that no. No, Cynthia was here. Oh, yeah, Cynthia was. Yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> K-Fave is alive, baby. <laughs> so, let's. Uh, is there any other businesses that we should take care of before we move on, Kahai? Uh, I think that's it. But uh, maybe a reminder again that mm-hmm. we have the open mic after this. Yes, we do have the open mic after this. That's going to be at 2.30 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time if you want to jam a song or two because we are doing two song sets for the open mic. Um, yeah, if you want to do you know a song or two, please come in at 2.20 so we can kind of count. You know, we can, we can do a head count on who's going, to, uh, who's going to be performing. Even if you come late, you can still perform. You know, it doesn't really matter. But we just like to get everyone there nice and early so that by the time 2.30 hits, we're, you know, we're jamming and we're getting underway instead of like 2.30. It's like, okay, cool, who wants to play? And then it takes another five, 10 minutes before we get started. So just for the sake of time, uh, for those people who are interested, come early at 2.20, yep. but show up whenever. And everybody uh, gets a two song Yes, set list. everybody gets two songs uh, for, for their set list. And then after that, we move on to, you know, to, uh, to someone else. So you can either play one song or play two songs. It's, um, you know, it's super fun. We've been talking about this for quite a bit now. And <laughs> what's with the, with, uh, we, we've been talking about this quite a bit here on the Ukulele on the Ground podcast and like how to create like a, a good, um, what you call it, like set list and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, we do have a question. Sure. Uh, yeah. So Jim said, uh, "Okay, I greatly prefer the natural sound of ukulele, mm-hmm. but some songs need a little extra. <laughs> uh, I am comfortable with mixing reverb and playing with the equalizer, but how about some thoughts about other effects? Uh, I understand that J- uh, Jake used to use a lot of pedals in his mm-hmm. early days. Uh, what does Aldrin love slash hate?" <laughs> because okay it's it's really it really depends on the situation like i i don't hate things i just think i just think that like some things are inappropriate for certain settings like if i'm playing say like at a wedding okay if someone's like okay cool could you you know like play ukulele while i walk down the aisle or or, you know and it's i rarely do this but you know i guess i do (laughs) uh if i were to do that i'm not gonna like put on distortion on my ukulele, you know, that's a little inappropriate. But it doesn't mean I hate distortion, right, Kahai? Love me some, some chang, 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 no. right? <laughs> if you're not using distortion at all times, then you, that means you hate it. That means that you're not a real distortion user. Slash yeah, you know, like I've, I've done songs like with distortion in it. I have done songs with phase shifters. I've done songs with like some crazy delays and stuff. So like there's a lot of things. And, and I think, you know, nobody should be like uh, um, held back with their creativity. If, if you're recording something and it calls for a certain sound, just go for it, you know, like plug in whatever, you know, whatever pedal that you have that fits. As long as it's appropriate, it should be okay. For example, if we are playing acoustically, okay, these are just, you know, these are just examples. Um, I would, I would put a reverb, 
on my ukulele. You know, if, if I'm plugging in, let's just say we're playing a gig. Let's, let's do that. Let's do gig and let's do live studio after. Let's do gig. Acoustic gig, you know, very, very mellow. We're at a restaurant, no, you know, like uh, a nice sit down restaurant, not the kind like, you know, a restaurant and then a rock band is playing, like a nice sit down restaurant. Um, I'm playing ukulele. I'm just gonna plug into my DI, which then controls the EQ, you know, the equalizer on, on my ukulele, like the lows, mids, and highs. I can contour the sound however I want to. And I do, okay? Like I always use my venue DI. I, I don't get sponsored by, uh, by LR Bags to say that. That it is an awesome DI. I've been using it for, for years now, like maybe a decade now. It's been a long time since I've been using um, LR Bags Venue. And I had never come across anything better for uh, for the size, for the com like com compactability. <laughs> it's, it's compact. Well, it's just, yeah, Tra what? Uh, travel? travel? Yeah, travel friendly, you know? Like, because. Most DIs, like most good DIs, you have to plug in, like, or with, you know, with, uh, with, with an AC adapter or something. But this DI, like, you can just put a 9 volt and it's totally fine. Um, and it's, a, it's an active DI. It's got, you know, like signal boost so you can make yourself louder during picking, you know, and, uh, or whatever else you need to boost yourself with. Uh, there's a built in tuner, there's an EQ, there's like, you know, there's gain and volume. It's great. It's, it's, I love, 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 love that pedal. It is, if I could only have one pedal for my ukulele, it would be the Venue DI. I said it here, like November 4 or whatever, whatever the date is today at, at 1.30 p.m. Aldrin said, if you can only have one pedal, it would be the Venue DI. And I think a lot of, uh, a lot of ukulele players that perform would agree with me unless they have some other preference of DIs. But I think it's, it's always the DI. Because, uh, and I've said this before on the podcast, the DI is like the microphone for your, you know, for your instruments. Mm -hmm. um, you can plug in directly to, you know, to the, uh, to whatever sound system that you may have. But if you plug into a DI, it's kind of like, you know, going through a microphone for your ukulele for, for a live show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I would add, uh, if, if I'm going to add like effects to it, so getting to the effects part, I would add a little bit of reverb. You know, not too wet. Uh, a lot of people tend to go crazy with uh, with, with reverb. Um, another thing, that, the second thing, that, was a, that would be the first thing that I would add. The second thing that I would add is a little bit of delay, okay? So the ukulele is not that great with, uh, with sustain and, um, and delay. Uh, just kind of adds a little bit more to you know to you when you're picking, especially if if you're if you're instrumentalists and stuff. Like if you're doing a lot of picking, you know, for some songs. Unless you're doing solo, maybe solo it might be a little bit distracting. But you know, if uh, if you're playing with a band, or if you're playing with background music, delay helps out a lot. Okay. Um, basically, that's it <laughs> for like for acoustic. But some people would say. And not, you know, like I, I don't, I don't personally, but some people would say, you know, a little bit of compression, like uh, some, some people might want a little bit of compression in their, you know, in their uh, ukulele just to kind of balance out whatever signals that they, the ukuleles might be putting out. My ukulele personally doesn't really need it. And I feel that uh, compressors just make it too, too thick. You know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it sounds too electronic for me, but some people swear by it. I know, um, uh, Steven Espanola uses uh, compressor on his, and you know he sounds he sounds great. Um, 
Let's see. Yeah, but other than that, I think those acoustic wise would be, you know, would be the best pedals for an acoustic live performance. Now, if it was, uh, you know, if, if we're playing for a more livelier crowd, um, the first thing that I would add on top of that would be a, uh, a wah pedal. That's just me, personally. I would like to add a wah pedal, and then I would add a distortion pedal on top of that. Then on top of that, maybe if, uh, if, if we're just going off, maybe like a phaser, you know? Like, but those are, those are things that I feel isn't too much on the ukulele. And then, of course, you know, you got uh, anything beyond that is just experimental. But those are pedals that I've, I've experimented with, and I know works well with the ukulele, kind of, you know? Like um, distortion, maybe, like if, if you set up your ukulele enough, maybe, you know? Um, if you're fooling around with distortion, I would suggest covering the uh, the, the ukulele so that you don't get too much uh, coming out and stuff. So what I what I did with um with when we did the Santana song, I just put like a towel like in there and like it, it kind of muffled it so that all the signal will be coming out of my bridge as opposed to like uh, getting some uh, unwanted noise and uh, what's the word I'm looking for overtones and undertones from from the instrument itself. So to prevent that, to kind of like imitate a solid body ukulele, I just stuffed some towels in there, okay? Um, let's see, and I think with, with any kind of you know, like a crazy pedal, like crazy effect pedal, you might wanna use that. Um, if not, I would suggest a multi-effects pedal. That's that's always fun. Like uh, personally, I like using the 505 Zoom the, by Zoom. It it works well with my ukulele. I like to add, you know, like the all the effects that I've talked about earlier. Some uh, some people like that, like that big boss pedal. I know Kalea likes that big boss boss pedal. Oh, one pedal I didn't uh, mention is. Um, uh, loop, loop pedal. Loop pedals are fun. Okay, I like I like using loop pedals. And that goes for acoustic or um, or crazy show. But you don't really use it if uh, you know if you have other people jamming with you. Yeah, that's that's not really. I mean, I guess you could if you you know if you're good enough. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not good enough to like say if I was playing with Aaron. Like I wouldn't be busting out my loop pedal. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, so those are you know those are some like pedals that I'm I'm down for. Okay, it just as long as it's appropriate. Okay, and, and it depends on what song you're doing. Now for recording, if I'm in the studio, um, the the effects that I add onto my ukulele definitely it, that's that's when I go with the uh, the EQ and the compression. So um, recording wise, I add a small bit of uh, of compression to to the sound of my uke. All the um, the UU uh, monthly lesson songs that you guys hear on the play-alongs and stuff. Um, what's on that, the main ukulele is EQ, compressor, and reverb. That's it. Is that okay? the order you go in? Yes. EQ, compressor, reverb? Yeah, I EQ it first, then I compress it, and then reverb goes after, okay? Um, and then, I mean, I, the overall master, but that doesn't really, doesn't really count, I guess, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's... For recording-wise, that's it. Unless it's a special, you know, and like I said, it depends on the situation. Uh, if we're doing a song, like a Santana song that requires, you know, the, uh, the the distortion, stuff like that, that's when I would add all those things. It just depends what the uh, what the song is calling for. I've done distortion on, like, um, Bandito Tyler, the, you know, the, um, the Sweet 409 version of it. I've done, like, um, 
some heavy like a uh, heavy delay on uh, on minutes from the same album so it's not like i hate those things because i i've used them so i don't want to sound like a hypocrite you know like hey you said you hated these but in this album yeah i, I used a, a bunch of pedals but you just have to be appropriate with your choices on what to add to your instrument also um it was a personal choice to stop using those things because i don't know like I just don't like when people talk, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when people talk and, and, uh, and when people talk about like, oh, well, you know, like you, you could play anything with like with distortion, it would sound good. Or you could play anything with like a wall on it or like a delay on it, it would sound good. So I'm like, all right, this is to, like, you know, to, to silence the naysayers, Kahai, why don't I just take out everything? And it'll be just ukulele and then they can't say anymore, but people still talk, so I just stop listening. <laughs> yeah, I also want to clarify uh, when you said that when you record something like in the studio. Yes. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually plugged into your uke. No, right? no, no. Yes, yeah, and no. you're you're uh, recording your uke with like you could be recording your uke either plugged in or with a mic, mm -hmm. and then you're running it through effects in your computer, not yes. like uh, effects pedals, right? So. Um. Well, uh, yes and no. So mm -hmm. yes, I uh, I just use a microphone and then like I, I record my ukulele through a microphone and then add those effects in uh, for like the acoustic stuff. The, the one that I said is just EQ, compressor, and reverb. Like mm -hmm. that's it. But for special projects like uh, like the Santana song, Smooth, um, I like I mic I mic'd up the, uh, what you call it? The amp. So I, I plugged all my, you know, all my, uh, all my pedals and stuff and then um, plug my ukulele into the app and then I mic that app. I just don't like the sound of it being plugged directly in. Some people do some, you know, like, uh, like Imo Garza, for example, like one of the best ukulele players, one of the best ukulele producers, or just producers in, in Hawaii in general, uses a plugged in ukulele. So I, you know, who am I to be like, no, <laughs> that's not how you do it because Imu Garza does it and it sounds amazing. So un unless you're Imu Garza and you really know what you're doing, it's really tough to, uh, to hear that thump, you know, from, from the ukulele because of its short scale. Because of its short scale, like every single hit that you hit with the ukulele, you're, it's going to, you know, you're going to hear it because it's, it's so short that the distance between where you hit your strings to get a good sound is like this much. Yeah, it's like this much on, you know, like uh, far this far away from like the main pickup, which is right underneath your saddle right here. So that is not much. Okay, with the guitar, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot more. So you don't really get that thump. Plus, it's like plastic strings. So, um, yeah. But yeah. even then for recording, usually guitarists use a microphone. Yeah, microphone. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But like, uh, but yeah, so the ukulele is like, is terrible for that kind of thump sound. And for those of you folks who've ever plugged in an ukulele, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> like that's, that thump is like, is, is like a nightmare, <laughs> especially yeah. for like passive, like ukuleles and stuff, or maybe not even like some active and some passive, like you can really hear that, but I guess more active than passive. Yeah, but it's it's something that I think when people first plug in their uke, mm -hmm. they probably don't even note it. It's like the thing about like, you know, you're saying like your uh, uke is like unbalanced, right? And then like a lot of people play with unbalanced ukes, but they don't even know that like what is a balanced mm -hmm. or unbalanced uke. Mm -hmm. Like the thump is like, 
I think there's like people who plug in and they're just like, yeah, that's what my uke sounds like when it's plugged in. <laughs> not realizing that it's like, no, you're not supposed to hear those things. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of a byproduct of using uh, like plugging it in and using a pickup, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you use a mic, then you're not going to get that. Yeah. 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 Have you ever had to perform with a microphone on oh, yeah. ukulele? Yeah. Um, what are some considerations that you have to make when performing? Well, if you're performing with a microphone to your ukulele, just stay put. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I like plugging in my instrument because it gives me the freedom to like, you know, to go move dance or move around and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But if you're one of those ukulele players who sit down when they play and stuff, yeah, go ahead. Use a, you know, use a microphone. I think that sounds better. You know, sonically, I think you, you get a nice natural sound with your instrument. But make sure to still like EQ it, you know, like mm-hmm. the, a microphone is only going to, you know, it, it's, it's going to be flat. Like, uh, what I mean by that is like lows, mids, and highs frequencies are going to be like right at zero, you know, and right at flat. It's not negative. It's not positive. Um, so you might want to contour that so that you, you can get your ukulele to sound exactly what, you know, what you want it to sound like. Um, just, you know, stay maybe like a foot away from the microphone. Uh, be careful and, and be considerate of any noise that you're making, you know, like, um, if uh, if you shift your chair or anything like that, because that's gonna be a hot mic picking up everything, okay? And good things, you know, if you're one of those ukulele players uh, that, that do those like like cool little, you know, like golpe or whatever, kind of percussive stuff with their, you know, with their instrument, that's gonna stand out like a lot, which is which is really cool. So if, if you, you know, if you are into doing that, microphone, you know, micing up your ukulele is the way to go, all right? Uh, I have done so. Um, but it's usually like sit down shows and, and I'm like a guest for like one song or something, you know, I just come in, I put the, uh, you know, the, the microphone about, yeah, six inches to about a foot away. It, mm-hmm. it just depends on your instrument, you know, and, and the and, mic uh, too. It's yeah. And the mic and your range of motion with your, you know, with your hands and in your body and stuff. So that's as long as you're not like knocking the, uh, you know, knocking the microphones, be aware of that. And as long, cause you don't have to put it like right, you know, right up to the ukulele so that you can hear the sound. Imagine the microphone as like, um, as your audience's ear. Okay, if an audience's ear is like right up here in the ukulele and you hit your uke, it's just gonna like blast your eardrums. Okay, so but right here is totally fine. I mean, yeah, I, I think like even people who prefer playing with mm-hmm. a mic and they, you know, their their shows are usually just sitting down and they're stationary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if they play a lot of shows, they probably will get a pickup anyways, right? Because yeah. there's just some venues or some situations where it's like. Yeah. Oh, we can't put a mic in front of you, or like if we do put yeah. a mic, it's gonna pick up gonna, all these other things. Yeah, or it's gonna feedback. You know, there's there's some yeah. stuff too. So like, be be wary of of that. But yeah. I don't know. Like a lot of purists, like especially you know like Tin Pan Alley players that like to play a lot of soprano stuff. Like they don't like you know like plugging in their instruments or whatever. Yeah. They like miking up their instruments because it gets that nice like. Um, very old school sound that they're mm-hmm. going for, you know, and uh, and modern pickups just don't give them that sound like a nice mic'd up ukulele would. So it's it's all preference, really. Like I, I go yeah. to uh, whenever I go to Europe, I see it more often than when I yeah, do yeah. like uh, stuff that uh, shows I, in the states. Yeah, because yeah. like if you had a resonator ukulele, yeah, 
you don't really need like to does plug the, it in. Yeah, does <laughs> if Overkill. you put a if you would put a pickup in it, mm -hmm. does it translate the resonator sound? It's true. Well, I don't know. I don't or, own a resonator. I don't it? know. Yeah, I've that's seen, interesting. I've seen resonator guitars with pickups. With pickups. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing there must so, be. I don't know. It is the same it, sound. Is it? How does? Yeah. yeah what I type mean, of pickup do you I, install into a mm -hmm. resonator? <laughs> I, I I imagine that you know. Like there's people who play resonators who have figured this out. Yeah, right? I'm and, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so or is it just like a mic on the inside? Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, Jim I, Jim asked uh, mm -hmm. for as far as like if you're using a mic for performing, like where do you point the mic? Is it to mm -hmm. the sound hole? No, uh, point it to the 12th fret. That's I mean, that's just I've experimented and that's. The best results that I get is when it's pointed to the uh, to the 12th fret, because if it's directly onto the sound hole, same thing. Imagine once again, imagine like your your audience's ear being like right up against and directly, you know, with with your sound hole. So if you offset it a little bit, it's gonna get not just the direct sound from the sound hole, but the whole resonating ukulele. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even when people have multiple mics, right? Mm -hmm. They'll usually put it like one like further down the fretboard and then yeah. one further to like the body, like yeah. going towards both ends of the ukulele mm -hmm. to get you're you're trying to capture like that area almost, but then you don't want it focused like right on the sound hole either. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah, it's like I don't know, like everything is just like it really is just dependent on your situation and like where you play. Because there's places where right They'll have like microphones ready for you to just put a mic in front of you and then play. But then other places like, you know, they might, they'll be like, we only have like one, uh, you know, like mic for vocals and you can use that. But if you just can plug in, that's easier for us. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's mm -hmm. kind of like the trade off. Yeah. I just, and I don't like dealing with like feedback also. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, we mentioned that earlier, but like. That's one thing that like, even like the sound guy, like I'm sure he's like, oh my God, like back in high school, I, we didn't know about like plug, we didn't have plug-in ukuleles and stuff that cost money in <laughs> high school, like us in high school didn't have money. So we'd have to like mic up everything. And I, I even remember like Mark Baldonado when I first like uh, joined the Makalea band, mm -hmm. like and he had like a pickup on his ukulele, was like, oh snap, <laughs> like, like a real pro then I guess, you know, like I'm gonna mic up my ukulele. And uh, that Fateful, um, uh, like ukulele competition that like Waimea Town Festival that we played at. I was mic'd up. He's like working the stage and stuff. I'm like, dang man, I want to be like Mark Baldonado when I grow up, you know. But uh, <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, it, it was it was really something. But I remember like struggling in those first you know few years of of performing the ukulele on stage and not having a not having a pickup. And uh, one of the one of the biggest hurdles is that feedback because um, usually when you're on stage, there's uh, if it's a big enough you know uh, it's a big enough venue or if it's like some kind of you know like a big stage, uh, they'll have um, like monitors on the ground and monitors will will basically you know like is is a speaker just for you so that you can hear what you sound like and uh because the the speakers pointing out to the audience is not going to give you um the the best representation of what you sound like on stage because it's pointed out okay mm -hmm. and not to you i a, a um 
uh, monitor is on the floor pointing out to you. But if that monitor is pointing out to you and it's releasing, you know, like releasing sound, that sound gets picked up by the microphone, which then feeds back. Okay, so there's, or if uh, if your ukulele, you know, isn't like isn't loud enough to you know to uh, to get picked up, or if it has to cut through all the other noise because um, using the you know using the uh, the example of, of playing at a festival or like playing for like at a bar and stuff, there's gonna be yeah. all these other people like talking, all these other noises. So you're gonna want to turn that up, you know, like the microphone, so that it picks up your ukulele, and by turning turning it up, you're you're uh, risking the feedback. So it's, it's yeah. a huge, huge, huge problem. And that's why I'm like, I just gotta cough up the hundred bucks back then like to, uh, <laughs> to uh, install pick a pickup on my ukulele. Did you get an external pickup or did you actually install? At first, I, I had an external pickup yeah. and that was like 50, 60 bucks or whatever, yeah. you know? And uh, it was the kind of like that I had to put like double sticky tape here and it would uh, it would like point down, and I would like you know like plug in my ukulele <laughs> there. And there's like a wire that ran from the side here, and then I would have to stick it right there, yeah, yeah. or stick it here, wherever. And then um, but when I went to the Philippines, I met a luthier who made me my first custom made ukulele. His name is Emilio Lomanog, and um, he's in. I think Santa Mesa in, uh, in, in the Philippines, if you guys ever want an ukulele. I don't know if he still makes and stuff. He's the <laughs> first guy who ever made me a custom yeah. ukulele. Um, he, he saw my ukulele. I had my kamaka with me at the time. And he's like, oh, do you want me to work on that one too? Like, you know, I could like shine it up real nice and, 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 and you know, and make it good. That's why my ukulele has that like that plastic the black pick guard, pick guard because yeah. he worked on it. Yeah. And um, my ukulele was just bust up from like high school. So, and when I got it back, it was like super nice. Like he, he sanded it down and put a new lacquer on top. Yeah, it was yeah, nice yeah. and shiny. Then he put a, you know, uh, he put a nice little pick guard. But what he also did was he installed that external pickup that I had inside. Mm -hmm. So he drilled the hole, he put it there and then he took the, um, that, that sticky, whatever, you know, like pickup part and he, stuck it right underneath here oh. yeah and i was like oh snap it like it just works yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah and it was like but it, it was, was like, still like an external pickup but it yeah, was just yeah. Like it was just inside mounted, yeah internally. yeah inside so wow. it was, it was kind of cool like i felt i felt cool because that was a good pickup yeah. yeah but it's just you know it would like this uh, double sticky tape would sometimes fall off like i had all those, these problems like <laughs> when i was performing you uh -huh. know like uh my, my first few years of being not not even professional just performing on stage uh -huh. but uh either that or the this sticky would come off and then like i would start playing and the audience wouldn't hear my ukulele anymore all these problems yeah. you know but yeah, he installed it for me and he's like, oh, I hate to charge you this much, but it's going to be like, I think 500 pesos. It's like $10. I was like, no, you just think like a thousand pesos, like a $20. It's, here you go. It's, it's totally fine. You, know, you just oh. did me a solid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like the whole thing, not just for the, the installation pickup, but like for the sanding one. I was like, oh snap, wow. okay. You know, here's here's a thousand. <laughs> like take a thousand pesos. And he's on, like, like, he's like, a, like a well-known luthier in... Well, Lumanog right. is a huge name, and there's yeah, yeah, yeah. lot tons of Lumanogs. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, but uh, Emilio is the one that that made uh, that made mine, and I think it's Santa Mesa in in uh, in in Manila. But don't don't quote me on that. But it is Emilio. <laughs> I think he's the only Emilio Lumanog that, that uh, makes and stuff. Uh, I think there's oh, yeah. There's, so he is just like he comes from a family. Yeah, it's not gonna be that price anymore. Let's just say uh -huh. <laughs> that was like. 
2000s, that's 21 years ago. So don't expect like a $10 pickup installation or whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, he's, he knows what he has now. And ukulele has been pretty popular in the Philippines. I don't think anyone gets that deal anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, um, it, there's, there's tons of problems. Like, the, uh, like, like I said, feedback and, uh, and trying to come up with, you know, with ways to overcome those problems. Like, mm-hmm. like installing an external you know, pickup. I, I had problems with that as well. But once I um, got a pickup that, or a ukulele with an internal pickup, it, I didn't run into anything after that, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if you're a performer and you're mm-hmm. performing at a lot of different places, uh, which not everybody does, right? Uh, like, just having a pickup gives you options, right? Like, so, you know, like, mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't work out where you can't put a mic, you can just stick your pickup in. And yeah. then if the mic does work, it's like, oh, okay, it, mm-hmm. the pickup doesn't necessarily make it so the mic sounds worse, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It is like, oh, okay, it gives me another, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's, some, there's some people that swear by it. Like, um, I, I mentioned people in the, you know, uh, in Europe wanting that kind of Tin Pan Alley sound. But guys like, uh, like Sam Bonanno, like, he mm-hmm. likes that microphone sound, you yeah. know? Like, he just, mm-hmm. he prefers it. He doesn't even like drilling holes into his ukulele. Uh-huh. Like, he, he digs Although that. Although he'll do it. He'll, yeah, he'll yeah, install but, pickups for yeah, people. But for himself, like, personally, he yeah. likes that natural, you know, sound. Very wet reverb. Like, he likes that yeah. sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, and, and that's cool, you know? Like, everyone has their own thing. But... These are just what I've learned throughout my, you know, my journey, I guess. And that's, that's what I'm sharing with you folks. Yep. Uh, Renee had a, so Renee mm-hmm. asked, so you always use an app. Uh, I do not like the way my uke sounds plugged in. It's not mm-hmm. as sweet sounding as acoustic. Yes. Um, I use an amp when, uh, when I have to use those pedal effects that I'm talking about. So for example, like distortion and, and, and like heavy ones like wah and stuff, that's when I'll use the amp because it doesn't, we're not going for a clean sound anymore, you know? So because we're giving up the clean sound for something dirty like distortion, then it doesn't really matter. And you actually get it cleaner if you plug into the, um, plug into the amp and then mic up that amp instead. Instead of like uh, plugging in whatever you know, like to the to the pedals, to the distortion, and then plugging that straight into the um, the sound system, that's uh, that's going to be a bit much. That signal is going to be a lot, but it's uh, it's one microphone signal that is picking up the signals from the uh, from the amp and sense, and that's why it's a lot cleaner. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jim asked. Uh, I, or he said, I guess the microphone sound quality will vary with ukulele size. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, with with anything. I mean, just sound like in general, it will vary with uh, with the ukulele size, plugged in, unplugged, whatever, maybe. Yeah, and that's kind of that's why you like mm-hmm. your DI, right? It's because mm-hmm. like you can plug into your DI, and then from there it goes to you know if you guys are playing on the stage, yeah, it goes to the sound guy. But then if you want to make adjustments to your sound, you mm-hmm. can just like bend down and, and adjust it instead of being like mm-hmm. um can you boost my my mids yeah. a little bit more um <laughs> not those mids like a little bit like more to the high mids or like yeah and now i just tell the uh, the sound guys like can you just like make it flat <laughs> like yeah. from your end okay just make it flat 
that's it. I'm good. Like that's our sound check lasts like five minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. Me and you, Aaron. Yeah. Whenever we do festivals, most and of stuff. it is just you wanting to play the rest of the song, the sound check <laughs> song. <laughs> just because so that I can get a, a feel of like where the loudest part is gonna be and where like the softest part is gonna be. Also, I kind of just want to jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of want to jam. Just kind of want to jam. Um, so like during during sound check, I'll play you know like a like a regular song and I'll play like a heavy instrumental just just so that the um, sound guy gets an idea of like okay because like I don't want to just like check and stuff and then the sound guy is like okay good yeah this is yeah. gonna be easy and then during the show we're playing body surfing or something I didn't know he was gonna do that <laughs> you know so yeah. it's just letting the guy be aware of like okay that's he's gonna be doing that during the show so yeah. I, I should get ready <laughs> Even when we do like sound checks before mm -hmm. we record, I ask you like, mm -hmm. "Oh, can you play like the loudest yeah. part of the song?" Mm -hmm. So then I again like, "Okay, I'm, that's where it tops <laughs> off. That's where I'm gonna put the level." Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, I think too. Uh, so like well, your guys' live setup too. Mm -hmm. uh, you go into your DI and then mm -hmm. you go right into your guys' um, sound system. Sound system. Mm -hmm. So even that, it's like. Uh, it's different from if you went into mm -hmm. your DI into like an app on your yeah. side too, right? Yeah. And then Renee like saying like, oh, I don't really like the sound of the app because it sounds, it doesn't sound like playing it acoustically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course uh, not. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are types of amps that are specifically made to like accommodate acoustic mm -hmm. instruments. Mm -hmm. So uh, you might, if you're trying to go for that, you might want to look into it. They can mm -hmm. be more expensive though, because like if you think about it, people the common thing now with amps right is like everybody's plugging into mm -hmm. electric guitars or something right, right. so that's kind of the trend yeah um when uh it's it's good to not overthink stuff also you know what i mean like i think the more things that you add to your you know to your ukulele or your pedal chain the more uh complicated like too complicated is this an ukulele you know what i mean like and that's another reason why i got rid of like the 50 pound pedal board <laughs> that i was lugging around back you know back in the day it's just it keeps things nice and simple because what i hated too sometimes is i was like what is that sound and where is it coming from <laughs> like which one and you just like kind of turn on everything and you don't know which part of your you know of your chain it is or if it's like um you if know, you have if it, just one like bad patch yeah. cable right like you gotta like Okay, which patch came <laughs> It was just it was just too much and it was just too complicated. Also, you know, like when when Aaron and I play um for, for like our Wednesday show here at the Oasis on Kauai, um, we just plug in and we just we just play. You know, like we just plug in to straight to the um straight to the sound system, like if from our DIs into the sound system and that's it. And then plug our, our microphone straight to the sound system. When you start to add things on top of that, it's just gonna be more and more and more complicated. And there's some, you know, there's some noises that might come out of places that you don't, you might not be aware of. It's, it's just too much. So keep things simple, like is, is my best advice. But if you're into that, if that's the kind of artistic mind that you have, they're like, I want all these sounds and stuff. I'm not stopping anyone from doing that. But to, uh, to not muddy things up or to not overcomplicate things, I suggest keeping things simple. Yeah, like I, I know some, even some guys like mm -hmm. they'll have uh, like an AB pedal mm -hmm. and they'll do like, 
B is to their, you know, main pedal board mm-hmm. where it's like all the effects, everything they need. Mm-hmm. A is just like a straight out like yeah. to the sound system or to their DI to the sound system. But it's just like so that, you know, is like if there is something wrong with mm-hmm. the pedal board, you're not like, oh mm-hmm. crap, which one of these pedals mm-hmm. is it? Which, you know, thing do I have to figure out, pull out? It's just yeah. like, oh, I guess I'm switching to A mm-hmm. and I'm just killing all that stuff, like mm-hmm. getting rid of all of it, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, uh, let's see, how do I say this without sounding like, you know, like I'm scolding somebody, <laughs> but like, because uh, I'm not. And, and, and um, let's talk about Jim real quick, because he's, he's the one asking these questions and stuff. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go specifically, you know, like a, to Jim. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, when you know when we see you performing at say the the ukulele on the ground open mic when we do that, you, what I mean by keeping things simple is that you have like a complicated setup, like you know that that you're trying to like plug into the um to to your computer and then for, like you're plugging your ukulele to the thing which connects to the thing which connects to the computer and that's how it goes and you don't know which <laughs> side like and sometimes you know it takes you like a few minutes to just you know to to like get set up in order to to play and stuff um and, and i think you have like a you have a like a background whatever thing that you're you know you're trying to play so that you can play along to i and that's what i mean by by suggesting to keep things simple because say for example if you play a Ku'u Morning Dew, like how you did, you know, uh, last um, last open mic or the other open mic and stuff, if you had just if you just set up a regular like webcam or or whatever, and just you know just played a Ku'u Morning Dew straight, you know, straight from there, I think it would sound just as good, right? Like it wouldn't be <laughs> too complicated with the other things and the whatever. If you have reverb on your ukulele or if you have like delay and whatnot or compressors, just, you know, just play. For things like that, if it's just like an open mic, it doesn't need all that fanciness, you know? Like yeah. for this open mic, for example, I just plugged in and then that's it. Like uh, Kahai is taking my dry signal. Like, uh, are you putting reverb on it or, or anything like that? Just a tiny. Yeah, bit. it's like it's pretty dry, you know. Like, and we just and we just play. I, I'm not saying like just play like me, man. Like you'll be fine. No, that's not what I mean. It's just if you uh, if if you just you know like shed off all the um, you know all that complicated uh, like machines and buttons and plugins and whatnot and just like and just concentrated on playing the song, I think that would have sound you know it would sound okay. I think yeah. Uh, I can see the other side too, though, mm-hmm. like where we also said that o- open mics are like a good place to experiment. Yes, yes, yes. And especially like our open mic, because mm-hmm. when you do this kind of mm-hmm. stuff, right, we're not going to be like the audience where it's like, oh my gosh, how long is Jim going to take <laughs> to set up everything? We're just going to sit there and then like when Jim starts playing and it has like reverb or whatever, it's yeah. like, oh, that's cool. So it is like a opportunity to test out those things. But if, you know, if you find that it's like, Oh, I'm like mm-hmm. getting stressed about all these different parts of it. Yes. Then. Yeah, because that yeah. was the point I was trying to make is that like the more things that you add, the more things that can go wrong. And like and it has, like in the past with like with Jim's performances. Mm-hmm. Not saying that like the performance is bad, it's just something like something wasn't working or something was like too soft or you know, or mm-hmm. something was like messing with the way that he sounds. And I know mm-hmm. he sounds better than that, you know? And it doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's yeah. kind of what, what I'm talking about. Like the more you add, the more uh, um, opportunities for things to go wrong, I guess, you know, or for something to not like not 
quite go as as you want it to sound like, you know, because um, whatever you sound like, say on the on the headphones or on, you know, like in in that in that office that you have is going to be might be different than what we hear as the uh, you know as the audience. So there's all these you know like all these places where it can go wrong, and it will, you know, like that's just that's just how like how things are when when you're just practicing at home when you're jamming by yourself, everything goes according to plan, everything goes super smoothly, but when that record you know like record button or that red light starts to turn on everything goes wrong that's based on my experience yeah. of how it always happens yeah. i'm like we're doing the um the uu plus solos and i'm like oh yeah i got this this thing down and then once like kahai points that camera at me and he's he's um he's got it recorded i'm like how is it that my fingers aren't moving like how i want it to move you know it's just like either electronic or just your hands like things just don't always go like you know according to plan yeah. unless you're bruno mars <laughs> well, well like when you add on things to it's called like yeah. the chain right like yeah. so you're adding on things to your chain whether it's like effects or mm -hmm. you know whatever processors whatever you need mm -hmm. but the more you add on to it uh, it's just like there's more points of failure right so if one yeah. point fails then it's like well it kind of messes up my whole mm -hmm. chain so yeah. if you just kind of clean that up where yeah. it's like okay i only have to focus on this one thing I know everything else is like just really simple then yeah, yeah it's just less to worry about yeah just you know just keep it simple <laughs> keep it simple yeah, yeah. less complicated stuff less things that can go wrong yeah. Really. yeah yeah although i mean but that's that's why it's like to each his own yeah yeah that's because, true because yeah, there are professional own. musicians who mm -hmm carry like a ton of stuff yeah but that's true. it's true. because they're looking for a very specific mm -hmm. sound mm -hmm. like like have you seen um mike loves pedal setup <laughs> yeah. you know it's like he it's because he does everything and he has a very specific sound that he wants for every single part of every song mm -hmm. that he does and so like yeah that for him that's the only option <laughs> funny right? that you mentioned that i was just talking to to my wife about that and she's like he has a lot of pedals for just by himself i'm like yeah, yeah but he uses them i tell everybody he uses them yeah. you know like uh it might not sound like it because he's just playing by himself but he's definitely using all those things in his chain hey guys uh if you watch the live stream of the podcast you'll know that my mic started making a weird noise right around this time so uh, I cut that all out of the audio podcast, uh, but don't worry, you guys didn't miss much. Uh, it was just us talking about how complicated our live stream setup is, and uh, yeah, it's pretty ironic that uh, we got audio problems as we're talking about audio problems. Uh, so I'll cut back into the end of the podcast, and uh, thanks for listening. We don't know it. like what he's what he's doing there. Like Kai's the only person that knows how all of this works. <laughs> yeah. So all good. Uh, no, my cable's dead. Oh, so okay, 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 okay. Okay, well, it's two. It's past two o'clock anyway. Okay, yeah. Um, I just want to do a quick little reminder that for our. Uh, songwriting challenge. It's going to be um, gifting a song to somebody, right? Like Secret Santa songs. Mm -hmm. So um, on the forum, go to the forum and uh, and fill out the... Uh, if, if you want a song written for you or if you want an opportunity to get a song written for you by any one of us, um, head over to the forum and um, and type in... Or not type well, What What should they do in the forum? I don't know if... They, if you, did you set up the thread? Yeah. yeah okay. And you just leave... 
a reply. So. Yeah, so just leave a reply on the thread that Kahai um, set up for everyone for the uh, for the songwriting challenge uh, for this recent songwriting challenge. Okay, um, yeah, it's it's fun. So just just put it, you know, put put yourself out there. Um, what kind of song shall we write? And then if you get picked, we might write a song for you. Yeah, so. I know I'm putting my my name in there so that Aaron can write me a song. <laughs> but right on, that would be the perfect Christmas gift, Aaron. Can you not give me anything? Just, just write me a song instead. <laughs> It'll give you all the rights to it. <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll see you folks at the Ukulele Underground Open Bike in just a, you know just 15 minutes for those of you folks who want to come early or 25 minutes for those of you folks who want to uh, just come down and hang out. But we'll see you then. Tomorrow, a little Friday Live Jam. Next week, no on the ground podcast but it'll be the week after check the calendar everyone okay have a great one aloha